If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. You are listening to Winnie on Reparations, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, hey, what's happening, everybody? I'm Lingua Franca. And I'm Dope Knife. And we are waiting on reparations. Hurry up! So what's good? How, you doing? Yeah, what's good? How are you doing? I'm good, yo. The the aftermath of um, that show that I did last week. Oh, yeah, week, tell us was... about uh, opening for Afro Man. Oh, uh, it, was, it was dope. Um, I, I started before he got there. Oh, word. That makes sense. Yeah. He was rolling I, I, a little I bit. bet, yeah, I bet. He's rolling a little late, a little late, but um, I think he got there in the middle of my set. Yeah. It was, it was great energy. Like by the time I was in the, I did like an hour. Oh, nice. Afro Man set was dope. He was playing his guitar, did the hits. Um, it was a pretty big venue and big stage, so there was enough room that everybody wasn't like all on top of each other and shit. Oh, cool. I was gonna ask what it's like to. Uh perform now that delta has kind of got everybody spooked again yeah i mean just after this weekend a, a couple spots have passed you know a mask mandate inside yeah. their uh their places which is it's a good thing you know i i it was my first time going out in like a month so other than that same music stuff that i've been working on and trying to get this comic book done you know same stuff stuff like that that's but, what's uh, up. how are you that's what's up. how are you doing what's... i'm good i'm good um we're getting close aren't we yeah so uh the baby's due on friday oh yeah so this is this is probably the last you will hear of me at, at, not I got, i'll be around you're gonna i got some episodes and some great interviews lined up for while i'm gone but this is the last little joint uh yeah. joint joint that mac and i will do, be doing for the next month or so while i uh, heal up and get to know the kiddo and whatnot. But yeah, I'm doing good. Doing good. Um, 
I was really enthused to hear last night. We had, a, I guess it was two weeks ago, we did that interview with Jasmine about Cop City, and they voted on that last night and actually voted to um, table it, so they're going to have a couple more weeks of discussion. And so it's a big victory for the organizers in Atlanta that, you know, had been canvassing and holding rallies and phone banking and getting the word out about this crazy the cop mansion <laughs> they're gonna build in the middle of like the last forest in Atlanta um, and so that was some good news I got last night shout outs to Dark and Sunrise Movement ATL and all them for pulling that off yeah um, we got some good feedback for that episode too word word yeah they're doing good work out there it's great to talk to the, talk to Jasmine but yeah things have been well and speaking of saving the forest um, we got a uh, episode today jam packed with the environment it's like opening it's like it's like fern gully in this bitch what's up <laughs> so so today we're going to be taking a look at some eco rap you might ask what's eco rap well i'm sure that there's like there's probably different names to what we're actually referring to but for the purposes of this show when uh, we say eco rap what we mean is hip hop music that has like a focus on environmental advocacy or awareness you know you know what i'm talking about but yeah. we're calling it eco rap for all intents purposes um we're gonna listen to a bunch of songs we're gonna dive into some artists but you know a week ago when we started putting this together um the un came out with that devastating climate change report that has you know pretty much most of the rational world on edge or uh, or has seen a lot of people just kind of throw their hands up like well, I wasn't going to do shit anyway. Now I'm definitely not going to do shit because everything. There's a lot of doomer. There's a lot of a lot doomer of, black pill stuff going on. A lot of doomerism <laughs> happening. But yeah, we're going to talk about the IPCC's report on climate change a little bit. Um, when it came out, it, uh, it spurned headlines like the UN's terrifying climate report. The UN climate change report sounds code red for humanity. UN climate change report predicts dire future for New York. A hotter future is certain, according to the New York to the UN climate report. And the last one, climate change. UN report is a frightening wake-up call. So, before we get to the music, we're going to dive into a bit of the UN's report. Discuss what, if any, immediate action is being taken. How climate change disproportionately affects poor people. And we'll discuss whether or not um, the individual actually has an effect on the outcome or whether this is something that has to be dealt with by governments. We'll be back with that after the jump. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. 
You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Mother's Day is coming, and mom doesn't want flowers. She wants a cocktail. Here's a hint. Get mom Bartesian. It's the countertop cocktail maker that creates your choice of over 60 premium cocktails in less than 30 seconds, each at the touch of a button. Flowers die. Happy hour comes back every day. So get mom the machine that makes amazing cocktails with real fruit juices and craft bitters. Best of all, get $50 off a Bartesian premium cocktail maker with the purchase of one pack of cocktail capsules. So, instead of getting mom a reason to fill a flower vase with water, get mom the easiest, fastest way to fill her glass with the floral notes of gin. The best cocktails are premium cocktails, and the best day to get it for mom is Mother's Day, because you can get $50 off now for a limited time. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash mother to get the best premium cocktail maker for mom at the best price for you. Artesian, premium cocktails on demand. All right, so last Monday, the UN report came out alerting the world that global warming is on the verge of spiraling out of control. The Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, or IPCC, which itself is the result of the World Meteorological Organization teaming up with the United Nations Environment Program back in 1988. Uh, Just to give you an idea of how thorough this panel is, any report that the group has issued had to be approved not just by the researchers who collaborated on it, but also the government of the member countries, which as of today numbers at about 195. The IPCC report found that, shocker, humans are unequivocally to blame um, from for climate change and that rapid action to cut greenhouse gas emissions could limit some impacts, but others are now locked in. So there's certain things that we can't really turn back the hands of time on. So so it's just going to happen. But there are some things, some steps we can take to mitigate the the full-scale disaster that is possible if if we don't get our shit together. So how do you feel about this report? What did you think when you first heard about it? I mean, I I, I felt like drastic action on climate change was necessary long before this, but to learn that, like, certain things are going to happen now. Like, it's too late to stop certain stuff from uh, transpiring and sort of grappling with the both environmental and human toll of the, that eventuality. It's been, it's, been, it's been heavy, but then I guess it's lit, 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 it's lit a fire under my ass to sort of think about, all right, like, but we got to do what we got to do to make sure it's not any worse than that. Yeah. So we're talking about just incredible amounts of devastation and loss of life that I mean stuff that we haven't even fully like grasped yet you know what I mean no totally yeah uh, I mean we we were talking earlier about some of the the doomer shit that's going around I you know I in a in a sense it's like I don't want to be too judgmental of it because you know I kind of I get it in a way I can remember when I was like in third grade and we used to, in class, would have like teachers like, okay, kids, so the hole in the ozone layer, and everyone should recycle, and you know, watch how you use energy. Oh, it's man, like yeah. these are things. These are things that we've been talking about. Yeah. Since I was a child, you know right, what I'm saying. Right. So it's if you just <laughs> if you go through the natural progression of the years, 
no drastic action has been taken since. Right, because the fossil so, fuel industry cleverly put it on us, like through their marketing spin and like funding campaigns, where we made it seem like recycling and the individual were, um, were was the was the one that could turn the ship around. Also, yeah. I think I think it's as a as a like uh, component so of So you this, think that was like a strategy, like a uh, sort of marketing campaign? Absolutely, yeah. The, the idea of a carbon footprint, like, was absolutely marketed by like fossil fuel industries to get people to think about their what their fault is in in uh, climate change and take the heat off of play, people like BP and Exxon. I think it's also to a degree also like cultural, like neoliberalism tends to like. Oh, individual responsibility. Da 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 da. Like, mm. I think you put those two things together, um, and then you get the mess that we have. So, the, the mess that we have of people like still like, oh, well, if I use my reusable tote or whatever, it's gonna be fine. Like, nah, bro. So then nah, that, that's man, interesting. That <laughs> now, that's interesting because, like, I mean, neither one of us is like a climate scientist or anything like that. But I mean, is at this point in the game is the conclusion that individual action is this is that cap like at the end of the day i mean i would say individual action is kind of cap like if you're going to take individual action you might as well like take to the streets and demand that like congress stop fossil fuel subsidies and start you know subsidizing solar and wind to a higher degree and like yeah or just nationalize the i don't know an energy economy <laughs> If we're really gonna, if we're really gonna stop like mass devastation from happening, uh, yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, like that, like what kind of individual individual action we're we talking about? Really, it thinks it's like mass action, which is gonna require just people like clamoring for like wide scale change at the systems well, level. I mean, at this point, the the mere fact that this is even up for debate. It's just wild. I mean, it's one of those yeah. things that, again, makes you throw your hands up like, yo, what the, what the fuck are we going to do? Because, I mean, we're literally talking about the survival of humanity. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like, if, if the people who have the most resources and the most power can't, can't be convinced to, like, look at, look at shit in the long term like that... I don't know what the I don't know what the hell we're supposed to do with that. Um, so UN Secretary General Antonio Guterres described the report as a code red for humanity, like the headline. Um, he said, "The alarm bells are deafening. This report must sound a death knell for coal and fossil fuels because they destroy our planet." In three months, the UN COP26 climate conference in Glasgow, Scotland will try to wring much of the ambitious climate action out of the nations of the world and the money to go with it. Drawing on more than 14,000 scientific studies, the IPCC report gives the most comprehensive and detailed picture yet of how climate change is altering the world. And here's some al some alarming facts from the report per Global Citizen. Um, 2010-2019 was the hottest decade on in recorded history. Carbon dioxide, methane, and nitrous oxide have reached record levels in the atmosphere, and sea ice has decreased for 32 straight years, and ice melt is accelerating. The ocean absorbs 90% of the heat by global warming and 23% of the excess carbon emissions. There, are 90, there were 99 tropical storms in 2019. God damn. 
6.7 million people were displaced from their homes by natural disaster in 2019. That's the one where it's like, that's where we're already at, y'all. Mm-hmm. That's where we're already at. I mean, if you if you think that the, the right-wingers across the world are causing shit in their countries about immigration now, wait till you have millions of people that are starving and scared and literally can't go physically can't go back to where they came from exactly yeah unless immediate rapid large-scale action is taken to reduce emissions the report says the average global temperature is likely to reach or cross the 1.5 degrees celsius 2.7 degrees fahrenheit warming threshold within 20 years at that point we can expect to lose between 70 and 90 percent of our coral reefs Mass extinctions will put many ecosystems across the world at risk of collapse. You see the movies, you know the deal. <laughs> uh, so far, the pledges to cut emissions have been made, but they ain't even close enough to what we need to start reducing the greenhouse gases in the atmosphere. Um, so let's talk about how this impacts people. I mean, like, if I, I, I think the struggle that many have faced with embrace of environmentalism is that like oh i don't give a shit about the whales and the fucking polar bears and shit but the human cost of that is very easy to kind of shake someone with and then particularly thinking about frontline communities the people the poor the people you know the people that are going to be really impacted by this most so let's turn to kind of consider some of that so we know the ways that it affects just you know everybody you know the if if it's if forests are catching on fire that's affecting everybody's air. It's affecting homes of you know thousands of people. If the sea levels are rising, if you live on a coast, you're in danger. We know how uh, climate change can you know affect just general famine and cause droughts and things of that nature. But you have to you have to remember that everything that happens to to let's just put it this way: everything that happens to people who have money that's bad. It's happening like 10 times worse, worse to people, people who don't have money. money. Yeah. That goes for the country that you're in. And then when you look at shit on a global picture or a global yes. scale. So um, with that, the uh, increased frequency of intent, the, increase, fre- the increased frequency and intensity of extreme weather events like hurricanes, wildfires and droughts threaten the lives of the frontline communities, driving people from their homes and jeopardizing food sources and livelihoods. All these effects increase the likelihoods of more conflict, hunger, and poverty. People living in poverty rely on agriculture and natural resources to survive. For these people, the effects of climate change, shifting weather, limited water resources, and the increased competition for resources, remember, increased competition for resources, are all real matters of life and death. So climate change has turned their lives into a desperate guessing game. This is uh, per the Mercy Courts. According to the World Health Organization, as of the year 2030, climate change is expected to contribute to approximately 250,000 additional deaths per year from malnutrition, malaria, diarrhea, heat stress, other, you know, secondary impacts of what Mac just described in the Mercy Corps um, kind of breakdown of how this is all, how this is all going to go, how this is all going to go for us. It feels like, you know, almost like yelling into the wind because it's it's like what? Again, we're not we. This is waiting on reparations. You know what I'm saying? And we we definitely support taking action and stuff like that. So 
We definitely don't want to have an episode where we're kind of like, yeah, man, this shit sucks. <laughs> this this shit's bad, and that's it. So, um, I guess if individual action isn't necessarily the what should be the focus, then what do you think are some things that we that people can actually do to like convince their governments, whether it's local or national, to like take more action than they are i mean yeah earlier this summer dozens of youth activists with the sunrise movement were arrested by secret service while blockading what was it like all 10 entrances to the white house like like taking i mean non-violent direct action like that to be like yo this is not a fucking game um is it's really critical and then you know they got backed up by um um uh, Alexander Ocasio-Cortez was there, Jamal Bowman, Cory Bush. Um, and so, like, you know, sort of helping give strength to the voices of these this minority we have in Congress that are calling for things like a Green New Deal, like, without a strong public mandate. Like, yo, the people are, like, really fucking serious about this. There's not a lot of room for them to, like, even introduce this into the conversation around things like you know, the infrastructure bill, um, etc., what do you think about like maybe possibly like organizing a new voter block? Because the way that I see it is this trumps every other policy concern or issue. Yeah. You know what I mean? So what if what if there is like some sort of uh, mobilization behind a voter block that is like, yo, anybody talking any goofy the, the climate change isn't real shit. You know what I mean? It's like ensure that that person cannot be elected to office because I don't know. This, this shit seems like a code red, all hands on deck, and it's gonna be really if if you if people are feeling that doomer shit now, it's gonna be really hard for them to snap out of it in fifteen years if something serious isn't done. Yeah, I mean, I think part of that is is um is popular political education around the intersectionality of the issue of this issue that like that that uh disproportionately low-income and black and brown communities are going to be impacted by displacement by even today you know things like our currently current energy system and how it's set up like uh, uh crazy energy bills and like the way that that impacts like poor folks thinking about how it intersects with the interests of people in the labor movement. If we need to transition all these jobs, we got to get labor people on board. So they're like, yeah. yo, we're down. You mean to tell me they, they don't bump me up to, you know, 25 an hour if I'm building solar panels instead of, I don't know, like fracking or whatever. Like, yeah. yo, let's get this. Yeah. And then, but then organizing people into that voting block that you're describing where like people are like, yo, yeah. But ultimately, I mean, like I, the question then, becomes do we even have time to vote in change exactly i think it's like whoever we got we got to put all the pressure on them it doesn't we cannot wait until oh we have another president that's gonna or better oh we take over one more seat in the senate like it's not we don't have time for that i mean there there really isn't this is like uh it's like you know the action movie when the hero's like we can't wait for backup we gotta go you know this is one of those sort of moments where it's like there's there's no one coming to help if we don't (laughs) If we don't do the shit right now, you know what I'm saying? So it's it's definitely that sort of situation. In the meantime, we've experienced, you know, these record-breaking heats, uh, 500,000 acres 
of forests are burning in California. Uh, last month, the European Weather Agency issued extreme flood warning. German meteor- meteorologists said that they hadn't seen anything like this in 500 or even 1,000 years. And the result was flooding that left uh, more than 100 people dead and 1,300 unaccounted for. It's already killing people. It's, or- it's like literally, literally people are already dying and stuff, yeah. By 2100, if we have failed to put up defenses or do nothing to curb our global emissions, new research has found that coastal flooding could increase by nearly 50%, with 600 million people living on the coastlines less than 10 meters or 32 feet above sea level. Even the steady rise in sea levels means leaving whole populations, homes, and infrastructure to the whims of the sea. Um, Under the worst-case scenario examined in the study, some 287 million people, 4% of the world's population, could be impacted by coastal flooding. So where are they moving? They're moving inland. They're moving, you know, to the Midwest. They're moving to America from other countries. Um, And so thinking about the economic impacts, the social impacts, um, and then the physical impacts of just, like, yeah, competing for resources to make that happen... Mm -hmm. uh, price gouging on necessities as people as migrations as populations migrate and just fuck there's a lot so so to reemphasize this report is not just about what's coming it's about what's already here and to i guess break out of the doomer because this is heavy this is a lot of heavy shit right let's talk a little bit about what is already in what are we already doing so you know um infrastructure bill just passed in the senate going over to the house and it does have some it's not super ambitious but it does have some stuff in there to mitigate the impacts of climate change i say mitigate the impacts because a lot of it is stuff like dealing with um like uh like creating a more more resilient communities to withstand the impacts of climate change rather than reverse the the trend that uh is bringing these things along but you know it's got 11.6 11.6 billion dollars in there for construction funds for projects like flood control for example um the forest service could get billions of dollars to remove flammable vegetation from the lands it manages so it would make wildfires less damaging so it's like not making sure we don't have more wildfires or more floods it's just making sure we can control the floods mm-hmm. and making sure that the wildfires when they rage they damage less stuff like yeah, okay exactly. um let the uh let's see it's I'm, all mitigation at this point it's all medic yeah and so it's not ambitious enough to like actually stop the trajectory that we're currently on it's in, in it's under it's not understandable but it's just like to stop the trajectory that we're on like the world has to pause yeah Similarly to how how they how the world did for two weeks <laughs> during the global pandemic, when it's just like everything needs to stop and we need to reconsider how we're doing all this shit. And you not know even saying? the whole world, just like us in Europe. Yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. just us in Europe just need to fucking chill for two weeks. Just yeah, or or not chill. We need to do a general strike. Frankly shut down the entire the people need to shut down the entire economy until we're like yo like climate change or or we'll just keep the economy closed until y'all do some shit well this goes out to our our especially young listeners if there are any out there you know it's by the time this hits me and mariah are gonna be like 60 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So this this is this is this is y'all's fight. Y'all need to <laughs> not yeah. not that not that y'all aren't doing it already, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, we joke a lot about with the with the kid like uh like why would you do that? Why would you have a kid right now? But it's like somebody's got to lead. So, you know, we're going to teach this little bitch how to grow corn and shoot guns. <laughs> He's going to be leading people into the mountains to the bunker where like they'll have Connor. the little aggro tunnels that, you know, grow the wheat and stuff. Yeah, little John Connor. Yeah, somebody, somebody's got to be, you know, someone's got to raise that child into the world that's coming. You know, the rest of these kids ain't going to be ready. So, well, yeah. Speaking of getting people ready for the world that's coming, uh, we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back and check out some environmentally aware rap and then also check out some bonafide, you know, self-identified eco rap and check out what that's about. Uh, We'll be back with that after the jump. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Mom met a lot of your demands over the years. This Mother's Day, get her the Bartesian cocktail maker that makes premium cocktails on demand. In just 30 seconds, have your choice of over 60 premium or seasonal cocktails, all at the touch of a button. Get $50 off on the Bartesian Cocktail Maker now when you buy one pack of cocktail capsules. So, for all the times you made a mess, get Mom the countertop cocktail system that makes premium cocktails without making any mess at all. For all the times you begged for soda, get her premium cocktail capsules made with real fruit juice and craft bitters. For all the times you demanded tacos for dinner, get her the Bartesian that mixes margaritas in just 30 seconds. Make Mom's Mother's Day and all the 364 days that aren't Mother's Day with a Bartesian cocktail maker at $50 off. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash mother now to get $50 off the Bartesian premium cocktail maker. Bartesian, premium cocktails on demand. All right, so... You know, for a long time, you know, there have been rappers who have been aware, conscious of the environment around them that haven't necessarily fallen into the eco-rap subgenre like our last guest. Um, on this show before, we've mentioned the most deaf song, New World Water. Oh, you know? yeah. That's so exactly, like, yeah. Cats have been on that tip for a while, but... Oh, I'm sorry, what were you saying? No, not nothing. I started talking before I had anything <laughs> to say, yeah. 
Um, but, uh, you know, just as far as a couple modern cats who are pretty popular who have got their mind on the environment, uh, the son of Hall of Fame rapper Will Smith, Jaden Smith. Is he, he in uh, a Hall of Fame? Well, I would say that. Is that is Will, it your metaphor? Will Smith would a Will metaphorical Smith would be, Hall of Fame. Yeah, Fresh Prince is in the Dope Knife metaphorical rap Hall of Fame. He, yeah, he's fair. he's in there. He's he's a first ballad, no question. But um, so Jaden Smith said, "I saw what happens when plastic goes to waste and how it affects us." Will Smith has been involved with uh, something that's called Just Water. And this stemmed from the yearn to improve infrastructures and communities by giving them economic opportunity while also using STEM to solve environmental problems. Using his connections and <laughs> expertise, he's uh, responded to the ongoing Flint water crisis by teaming up again with the partner Drew Fitzgerald to bring the water box to the community through the nonprofit 501C3. Uh, water is life. And when people are denied access to clean water, that is the ultimate sin, Smith said. So I guess this is like a uh, water access purifying system that this company's doing. And that he's like, this with. is admirable as fuck. But this is another example of how like individual action is capped. No offense to no offense to him whatsoever, but it's like Jaden Smith can't rebuild the water infrastructure under no, Flint, Michigan at all. No, like an individual just can't do that. And that's what needs to happen. And so what we end up doing is Band-Aid Solutions, like, okay, getting boxes of water to them, which like is great. I'm so glad that's happening. But that's exactly why we have to put pressure on governments. Because like, I literally, even if I wanted to, like if I had a billion dollars, like what would I do to build, rebuild the water infrastructure under Flynn? Right? But, I, I can't. Yeah. You need to, the government has to do that. But what makes it, I think, I, I guess just to be devil's advocate, what makes those gestures like that important is that that brings awareness. You know no, I mean? absolutely. No, so this, is you, a, you, a, this is a great use of one's uh, platform and capital. Like you, for sure. you might have like a 13 year old kid asking themselves the same question that you just asked. Like, wait a minute. Why the fuck is Jaden Smith <laughs> the one who yeah. has to do this shit? You know what I mean? And then that inspires them. To like get out there and take some actions. Yeah. Uh, other notable ones we've got SZA from the uh, Top Dog Crew. In 2018, the R&B songstress made a statement in support of sustainability by teasing fans with plans on a new collection of sustainable merchandise. So you got to get that dollar dollar bill. I guess you might as well have a me message behind it, right? Um, she mentioned that the clothes were recycled and that some of them had the phrase "puck." Plastic and sustainability gang explicit messages in support of a healthier planet now see this gestures like this are to me are fall a bit more in the line of like the performative doesn't really do shit doesn't really help anybody out sort of thing nope and I don't even blame SZA for thinking it could help because that's how <laughs> we've been socialized growing up you know oh recycle bring a reusable water bottle bring your tote bag you know, drive a hybrid where like we think that and like that I don't, yeah that it, it doesn't it, like <sighs> at least Jaden is like actually doing some like giving people some like material thing of use That's like true. here's She's some actual yeah here's some actual water to the amount of people that I can get it to you know what I'm saying right like, she's ultimately profiting off of this for one yeah. 
And second of all, like, it does nothing to draw attention to the fact that, like, the ghouls at Exxon were, like, are purposefully poisoning the planet for profit and that they have to be taken out by any means necessary. <laughs> like, no that's, that's the shit, man. Like, that's the shit. Yeah, I mean, sustainability gang. Whatever. Let's, Whatever. let's listen to some rap let's tunes. Let's listen to some, listen some rap, rap tunes. tunes. We got Will right. I Am, SOS. Uh, Mother Nature up first. Chase. The environment is fragile, and we've been on the gradual. Declining in a lifetime or lose the battle. Get burned by volcanoes, get blown by tornadoes. What's interesting about the song is like actually why I like like struggle with religion at times is like, oh, all these things are happening. I guess we pray to the Lord to come help us out. It's like Oh, yes. And also, <laughs> don't stop there. Also, you can do something about it by, do yeah, just uh, taking action instead okay. of waiting around for um, Jehovah to do something. Maybe Jehovah, what Jehovah wants you to do is you do something. That is the answer to your prayers. Yeah. Um, you know. and sometimes, but sometimes it stops there where it's like, I guess I'll just pray about it and then just like let it be. Like, nah, son, like no. you have the power to do something about yeah, this. Yeah, like, like, Do not yeah. leave it, like... Just don't, just, you know, all oh, I prayed and that's all I got. Like, nah, do something. How about you pray when, like, there's, there's nothing else that you can do? How about, like, as a last resort? How about or, like, or you see, <laughs> like, you're, like, ignoring the answer to your prayers and, like, not, and, and just, like, ignoring opportunities to take action. I was like, so this song, um, it's 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 a cool song. It's it's you know one of those like inspirationally ass sounding songs. It, it does to me bring up the issue when attacking you know subject matter like this, where it's like I think just it would be a lot more interesting and a lot more effective if you if you're gonna make something about like climate change to make it about some real world individual experience that relates to climate change as opposed to like attacking things from the broad the environment's gonna kill us we all gotta get together because it's go tornadoes over there hurricanes over here floods over there instead of talking about like yo my neighborhood my you know what i mean my town I don't know. Does that that make sense? It does. I mean, I think that while it's kind of a, it's like a different thematic spin on the conscious hip hop genre, if we could call such, um, it does have that in common with a lot of other conscious hip hop where it is diagnosing the issue Mm -hmm. without getting into the specifics. I mean, like some songs you might be like, oh, over on Crenshaw, this or that, and like get into the specifics of one's neighborhood. But a lot of times it's just impressionistic, like, this yeah. is shit that happens in the hood that like I see around me and like I'm diagnosing the ills and in a generic community and this is the yeah. same kind of thing here where um, he talks about you know Miami and a tsunami and Rastas and Jamaica getting hit by an earthquake but other than that it's just like a general diagnosis of like oh fuck it's pretty this much like it's the musical equivalent of SZA's merchandise line <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, not maybe not as shallow, but in its uh, effectiveness, I think I'd say. Sure. Because sure, it, it sure. is and just what, and what it accomplishes. Sure. Yeah, yeah, it's just it's just like an abs. You know, it, it's like you said. It, it's the the if you're ma- if you were going to parody like conscious rap, 
or if you're going to parody environmentalist rap, it would kind of sound like this. You know what I mean? Oh, we got to work together for a brighter future because hurricanes, you know, it's just, I don't know. It's, it just doesn't, it doesn't have enough of a personal touch for me to feel that it's effective. And I feel like it's also a matter of, uh, t- of uh, locating it temporally. Because, like, if this had come out in, like, 1989, it would have been mind-blowing. Like, oh, yeah. You know, yeah, so, oh, sure. my God. But this came out, I think, in, like, 2018. So, Okay, so let's we check out... Pa- we were a little past this at the point. Let's, let's check out one that does definitely have a personal touch to it. Now, this is, like, an actual eco-rapper. This is a DJ Kavum with the track Sprout That Life. When I say like an actual eco-rapper, like he identifies as an eco-rapper. Um, we've got this quote from him. He says, my work is all about changing the mindset. It's gotten to the point that the practice of environmental sustainability is associated almost exclusively with white people. Um, his mission is to rap about climate change, food justice, and plant-based foods spread far beyond his Denver hometown. So let's check out this joint, Sprout That Life. Pull up on your block in that veggie van. Keep my broccoli local like I always did. Give me your bucket or two. Watch my complain in the street. In the music video, he's got like a little puppet version of himself dancing in the greenhouse. It's adorable. Advocating the farmer's market. I feel that. Okay. See, now this is what I'm talking about because it's like all of the everything that we've been talking about in this episode all these concerns about the environment and how people are living and what direction we're heading all of those concerns that we talked about comes across in a song that's very specifically about like eating brussels sprouts <laughs> you know what i mean like you 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 get you get you get all of that in something that's personal and i don't know it's like i take more from that than if it was just like like to me that's a good representation of eco hip hop as opposed to just putting on a track with a guy listing <laughs> what what natural disasters there are that exist <laughs> you know like like or thank you i know that there are hurricanes and yeah, floods yeah. and and fires yeah also beat this was hard as hell goddamn all right up next, we got Zio Tetscato with the track Broken. We have talked uh, about him before. We have talked about him before, yeah. The episode about indigenous. Talking about Native yeah. American. Yeah, indigenous hip hop. Yeah. Uh, let's check out this track, Broken. As a generation of humanity that determines what kind of world we will pass down to our children, I'm uncertain. How will you. That's, that's beautiful, man. He's like giving shouts outs to the, you know. The ecosystems that have been devastated, the lives that have been lost, the folks that, you know, got arrested at Standing Rock and stuff. It's kind of got like a, it's like very much in the vein of like, you know, pour one out for your homies um, that you might find in, not I don't want to say more traditional hip hop, but more mainstream hip hop, but like very, very massively adapted here. It's kind of cool. All right. See that again, that's, that's, that's the sort of shit that I like to hear. Yo, he's bringing it back to the systemic level. He's talking about the, the how colonization has brought us here. Like, you know, thinking about us in the larger picture. It fits. Uh, the thing about it is, yeah. like, it fits hip-hop tropes that you know about. It's just replacing the subject yes. matter, which is all, it, this is all it's yeah. about anyway. You know what I mean? Like, th- th- that song uh, easily sounds like your typical not not typical but it's like it's of the mold of like the serious 
reflective reminiscent rap song you know what i mean so you could have a song that's like that with the same exact beat where the mc is rapping about yo my homies that died you know what i'm saying or you or you could have somebody rapping about yo the girl that got away yo that relationship that that ended and he chose to use that and rap about yo my fear of what the environment's gonna be like in the future how would my kids get yeah shout out to the yeah, shout out to the water protectors that got hosed down defending the land against the Dakota Access Pipeline. Like, yeah, that's, that's, that's real. That's, dope. that's real I shit. That's real shit. Heavy. I fuck with that. All right, yeah, and our last track for the day, it is not a typical rap song. And also, it's one that I personally, as long as the song has been out, I did not really realize what the actual content of it was i thought it was just like a fun whatever whatever song but it is the childish gambino song feels like summer let's check this out before we talk about it a little bit so yeah so it's All one right. of those deceptive songs with the deceptive meaning where you know it just sounds like a feel-good summer anthem but the more you listen to it, it's clear that the song, it's, it's about a bunch of different things, but climate change and the need to immediately shift our behavior is definitely one of the things that's uh, are raised in the song. Um, the first verse, he says, seven billion, or seven billion souls that move around the sun, rolling faster and not a chance to slow down, slow down, men who made machines that want what they decide second verse he makes it clear that the song is about the ways that we're destroying everything um he touches on global warming the lack of water in many parts of the world yeah killing the bees we depend on birds are made for singing but they're waking up making no sound so the destruction of ecosystems habitats where you know flora and fauna flourish there every day gets hotter than the one before running out of water it's about to go down yeah it's like a deceptively poetic and prescient song like under like the the nice little the beat and like the the like the summary vibe there's actually like a very ominous note of Yo, it feels like summer. Summer's yeah, getting yeah. hotter, bruh. It's kind of not cool, I bruh. wish that he liked <laughs> rap more, because if he had inserted, like, a rap verse in the middle of that, just it's still still, still the singing, but just, like, him spitting, like, just, you know, just to kind of, just to re, re, restate the thesis statement, but just, like, with, like, maybe 12 bars, that would have been, that would have been. Would have been. Yeah. I, I, I think I might have had to, like, you know, take a knee a little bit for a second there. <laughs> no, it's really it, dope. It's I a fire song. Though. That was pretty, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, for sure. Speaking of fire, uh, if you don't want your house to be on fire or your, you know, lands or your, you know, dog or your forest that you like to hike in, uh, get out here in these streets, bro. Get involved in an organization that's, you know, agitating for bold climate action because we ain't got much time. It's already going to be pretty bad. Only uh, you so can get your government it. to prevent forest fires. Yeah, only <laughs> only you can get your government to prevent forest fires. Yeah. And check out some more of this music um, by DJ Kavum and others that are using their platform to spread awareness and catalyze people to take action. Now, I think we're going to talk, do some raps about the environment ourselves. So, Joel, my good man. Hell yes. 
Can we get a beat? Sure. Oh, oh. Fasten your belt, water ride, caps they melt. Put the gap back on the shelf for you, clap at yourself. Gap in the wealth, came to frame it for you. Paint a picture on you. If you listen all through, I didn't force you. Of course you're not alone. Satellites, Obama's drones. At your mama's home, taping while you want a phone. You don't got a voice, then you better find a form. Don't be sitting around saying this life is born. And I ain't scared of goons and goblins. In fact, I'm scared of fumes with toxins. And that's it. I'm just, I'm scared. I'm terrified. <laughs> I'm Dope Knife. I'm Lingua Franco. And we are waiting on reparations. Reparations. (laughs) See you next week. See y'all next week. Peace. Waiting on Reparations is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, check out the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota.